Absolutely. It was well-deserved smoke that Brandon Staley got from my guy, my cousin Fred. But you know what? It's time to move on here because it's going down this weekend. The divisional round, the playoffs, or here. And, man, I am so excited that we might as well need to get it in right now. And we exactly going to do that. We got some superlatives to go along with our predictions. And we might as well begin with the biggest game, I believe, of them all on Sunday and on Saturday. The Bengals and the Bills. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow from the Bro, is going down. Should we be more concerned, however, with the Bengals' offensive line issues and injuries or Josh Allen's erratic play? Zay, talk to me. This is a fantastic question, and I think we have to go with, excuse me, Josh Allen's erratic play. Um, you know, he's been having, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the most interceptions of his career um, thus far, maybe the most interceptions in all of his seasons combined in this season alone. It's, it's kind of getting a tad daunting to see him have these throws with it. They, like, they look like lob passes. It doesn't, it doesn't look like he wanted to throw the football in the sense when he's throwing these passes to the flats. Um, sometimes he's sailing the ball over to like the DBs, and it, it just seems like what what is really going on is is that elbow injury more serious than than anyone thought? You know, is he having an issue with his arm because it don't the ball's not having the same zip that he was having from seasons prior, even the beginning of the season. It just looks a very different looks like a very different Josh Allen. Um, you know, we understand that the Bengals' um offensive line injuries is causing way more blitzing, way way more um players to hit Josh Allen and get hit more, but he's seen this already. This is not the first time that his offensive line has been terrible and letting guys get hit him. You know, for um last season alone, uh the Titans had nine sacks on him in a playoff game. You know, so that that's something that Josh Allen's I mean Josh uh, excuse me, Joe Burrow is accustomed to. But the radically of Josh Allen is definitely um one of the more uh cautious things we need to pay attention to during this Bengals game. And um, it's interesting to see what's going to happen because he gave up two picks to the Dolphins, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, or three turnovers. I forgot how, what it was. But he, he gave up to a Dolphins um, defense that wasn't good all season. You know, he made the Dolphins defense look really good. He actually <laughs> helped them out a lot, you know, and I think it's um a little scary when you're going against the Cincinnati Bengals right now in a, in a win-or-go-home situation if Josh Allen is going to clean it up or not because I think it may be that elbow that's really bothering him that's not giving him that same – control and zip that he once had yeah i think for me josh allen is just an erratic quarterback and he comes with the good and the bad like he's going to make an explosive play he's going to probably turn the ball over that's just josh allen josh allen was not made in a factory you know he's he's a human you know and i think you know when you talk about the steph curry clay mantra of just shoot it even when you don't make it because we know you can shoot it and we know you can make threes at a hella clip we know that Josh Allen can throw the ball deep and make those explosive plays. So me personally, I'll take an interception out of 500 yards as long as we win the game, as long as those turnovers don't cost us. Then there's an issue. They won the game last week. They survived. They moved on. They advanced. But I think when you talk about Josh Allen and the big high-profile games like this one, I don't think we're going to see that erraticness because he knows he can't do it. You talk about the last two times the Bills played the Chiefs in the playoffs last year. Josh Allen played his best performance of his career in those games because he knew the stakes were high. He knew he couldn't pull that foolery around Patrick Mahomes. 
because Patrick Mahomes, you gotta, you cannot give away free possessions to Patrick Mahomes. You cannot give away free possessions to Joe Burrow. So I don't think Josh Allen will do that this week. Now I will say this: I am a little bit more concerned with the Bengals' offensive line issues because the offensive line is one of the most important pieces on your team. Now I understand the argument that they made the Super Bowl despite having a very lackluster offensive line, and you can argue just maybe a a, a couple stats up a couple you know maybe from going 29th you know go 27th in the league pass protection they win the super bowl right but joe burrow at the same time and the reason why i'm going in my head i think i'm going to pick the Bengals here is because with all those things combined the Bengals they always find a way to win for some reason everything could be going wrong and clear when you don't have, when you have all your offensive linemen injured, most of them, you have about three guys that's dealing with injuries. Most teams, you'd be like, man, that's it. But for whatever reason, the Bengals, they overcome plenty of things that go wrong. Whether they lose in trailing like they did in Kansas City, they always find a way to win. And you know what's crazy, Zay? You can make the case that they got robbed. The NFL put the Bengals in a terrible spot. That suspended game. Gave the Bengals the shortest end of the stick. Because you know what? Not only were the Bengals up 7-3 against the Bills at home, if they win that game, they're playing this game against Kansas City at home, whom Joe Burrow is 3-0 against. Okay? So you mean to tell me you couldn't make this game a neutral site? You mean to tell me the NFL Roger Goodell? Hello? Doesn't it ring a bell that you should have made this game a neutral site too? They got the shortest end of the stick. And I think that should be enough to motivate them to go into Buffalo and do, I won't even say it's the unthinkable. It's a close game. And do what they want to do and win the game. I like the Bengals. I'm going to go with a score of 34 to 31. That's a high-scoring game. You know, I think, you know, that's a very great score. Uh, for me, I'm going 24-17. I think that um, once the Bengals get an early lead, they're going to just run the football Take time away from um time of possession away from the um Bills, just similar to what they do to the Chiefs. Um, you know, just make sure that they keep Josh Allen um off the field as long as possible. And uh that's gonna be the game plan for the Bengals. Um, you know, they they were already establishing that plan in Cincy on that game. You know, I think Joe Burrow knows that he's as dynamic as he is. He knows the most important thing is to make sure Josh Allen is on the field as as less as possible, making sure that he's just sitting on the, on the bench soaking while the score just keeps getting run up and run up and that he's unable to do or get into rhythm early in the game. You know, um, I think that's the name of the game. A lot of teams are doing this a lot better now, especially in the playoffs, is um, taking care of the time of possession on their side. So I think the Bengals, you know, they established this last season in the playoffs. They have to do it again where they're just doing their best on just, you know, taking the time, going up the field, walking up the field, you know, slowing down the, the <laughs> slowing down their play and then speeding up the the game in their sense where they're they're winning um in a spectacular uh, spectacular fashion. So twenty four seventeen will be the final score. And let's move on to the Giants and the Eagles. Okay, will the Giants' magic run out against the Eagles? Zay, um, I don't think so. You know, I'm, I'm gonna stick to what take I have my nine nine my nine, uh take for ninety nine cents. I think the Giants are on a championship run. I think you know this game is not about who has the better talent; it's about who knows X's and the O's. I think Brian Dable 
will have a better scheme against Nick Sirianni. Um, you know, Nick Sirianni surprised a lot of people this year with the the record that he has. Um, you know, he's he coached a spectacular game, but the big issue right now is Jalen Hurts. You know, they had that report that he had a sprained collarbone. Someone said it was a cracked bone in the collarbone, in the collarbone, and it was a lot of uh mystique on around can this man throw the football as well as he did early in the season. I think the Brian Dable is gonna try to test him early on to see if Jalen Hurts' arm is really fully healthy, 100% ready to go in Philly. And um, there's going to be a lot of blitz plays. There's going to be a lot of times where they're going to force him to make a a throw. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of situations where it's man coverage, and he's going to have to try to make that throw to make it pinpoint accurate to get to his man. I think there's going to be a situation where the Giants are going to win this game. They're going to take away their best weapon, the Eagles' best weapon, which is Jalen Hurts. And I think um, Daniel Jones may have another great week, another spectacular playoff game. And, you know, another Eli, Eli Manning-esque uh, playoff performance. Um, you know, it's just looking like one of those situations where the Giants are primed to go to an NFC championship. So I have the Giants winning this game, I want to say, uh, 20 to 17. Very interesting. You know, the Giants, they have lost 16 of their last 20 games against the Eagles, including both contests this season. Now, tied in Dallas got it. He's supposed to, you know, he's poised to have a good game when you consider that the Giants have a 39.0 PFF coverage grade against tight ends, ranking them 31st in the NFL. Last week, TJ Hawkinson had 10 catches for 129 yards. However, the Giants were able to win that game despite all that. However, the question could be, can the Giants take advantage of the Russ? from Jalen Hurts and the Eagles and get off to a hot start. And that's the biggest question for me because theoretically prior to last week's game against the Minnesota Vikings, the Giants ranked dead last in first quarter points per game. And the reason why I knew they were going to win that game last week, once the game actually kicked off was because when Minnesota scored 75 yard drive, okay. And scored seven zero. And I saw the Giants, the next possession matched that. I already know they were going to win. They don't score in the first quarter. Now, can they do that and replicate that and take advantage of the rest before the Eagles find that flow? I think they might. I don't know what I'm doing here. I have no clue what I'm doing here. It's very unorthodox. I normally would go to a team that's better and talented all across the board. But I think that they have a point about the X's and O's. Brian Dable is able. Daniel Jones, don't get it twisted. He'll turn off the cable. That guy's a performer. He did so last week. I'm going with the Giants to win this game, and I'm not apologizing about it. Let's move on to the next game that we have here. Clever Trevor. That's his name. Clever Trevor. That's his game. He's clever, okay? He's clever, y'all. Will Trevor Lawrence extend his perfect Saturday record to 38-0 and after facing the Chiefs? Will he do just that, Zay? Really? Uh, I, I think his perfect record is going to be done on Saturday. Um, I think, and you know, a lot of people are making uh, the the notion about what he said about noise in Jacksonville. Can't get louder than this. You know, they're talking about Arrowhead. You know, I think when you talk about Trevor Lawrence, he's playing in college football. You know, the stadiums are, are just as loud as anything in the in the nation. You know, they, they, the, uh, the crowd is humongous. You know, they, they still got a lot of people packing the stands everywhere. Um, and you know, it's, it's just as loud anyway. I don't think the noise would be a, a factor in if Trevor Lawrence is able to make a play or not, no matter how loud it is. I think he's going to be able to 
play football, especially with Doug Peterson being the coach there. But you're talking about Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, the different game, different dynamic. Um, you know, I think it's gonna it's gonna end his record. Um, you know, I think Trevor Lawrence will have a good game. I don't think he's throwing four interceptions again uh, to start a half. But I think you know the Chiefs are gonna pick apart the Jaguars uh, in Chiefs fashion. You know, Patrick Mahomes knows how to get find guys open. You know, he knows how to place the ball in in very tight windows. Makes it very difficult for the Jaguars or any team in that nature to get to that ball. So I think the Chiefs will win this game. I think it will be relatively close until the fourth quarter. So I have the score being uh, 35 to 21. But I think that fourth quarter is where the Chiefs are going to uh, spread, you know, just change the whole dynamic of the game and, uh, you know, just extend the lead uh, by two touchdowns. We are actually on the same boat today, moving right along. You see, the Jaguars, they haven't lost a game since they lost to the Chiefs, okay, this year. Now, that makes them dangerous heading into this game. They're a very dangerous team, especially because Trevor Lawrence has found his confidence. Now, the matchup that is more interesting to me is the Jaguars linebackers against the Chiefs. You know, who's going to match up against Travis Kelsey? That's the main thing. You see, he has a size and elusiveness to find the open field and get open in the open field. You know, and you combine that with the schematic X's and O's of Andy Reid to scheme him open, he's a hard guy to contain. Now, can they contain Kelsey and generate pressure without blitzing Patrick Mahomes? It's going to be very critical. You can't blitz Patrick Mahomes. He'll tell you a lot. Sometimes you can't even play zone because he's so patient. And that's another thing that I wanted to mention when we talked about Josh Allen and what he needs to adopt is that patient play. If there's things that's not open down the field, don't take those shots if it's not there. Be fine with running for the first down and being patient and taking the checkdowns. That's what Josh Allen really needs to take the page out of Mahomes' book to do. And that's what makes this Chiefs team so hard to stop is when you take one thing away, they can hit you with another thing. Now, can the Jaguars hold up their end of the bargain on the flip side offensively and match the points that are going to be scored? I think they can, but I don't think they will. I like the Chiefs because I am the real Lil. And it is what it is. They're the real deal. I'm going to go with them to win this game 30 to 24. I actually think the opposite. I think this game might get blown open in the first half. And I think the Jaguars, sort of like what they did the last time they played, they're going to narrow that gap and almost make a comeback that's going to fall short. I like the Chiefs to win this game. Let's move on to the last game that we have here. The Cowgirls and the 49ers. Let's talk about it right now. What makes this Cowboys and 49ers matchup so intriguing? And you know what? I want to start this one off. I think for me, Zay, what makes this one so intriguing is that you don't really know what to expect from both quarterbacks, right? Um, when you talk about Dak Prescott, we don't know if we're going to get the league leader in interceptions, Dak Prescott, or we're going to get that five touchdown Dak Prescott from last week where he's showing flashes of mobility and being able to scramble for a first down, which made him a little bit dangerous before he got hurt with his leg. We don't know which Dak we're going to see. We just don't know. Like, that guy's a weird cat. One minute he's Santa Claus giving the ball away. The next minute he's Dak Prescott. The return of the Dak. I don't know. And when you look at the other side and Brock Purdy, we are still loading data on this guy. I'm loading data every time I see him play. I don't know what he's capable of. How can I tell with just a couple game sample? I don't know. This is his first time in the playoffs. Last week was. He passed the test. 
Is he going to pass this test? Is he? Cowboys have a a tougher defense than the than the um Seahawks did last week. Okay, they, they can get pressure now. So because I'm still loading data, because I don't know what Dak Prescott I'm going to get, that's what makes this matchup so intriguing and close because the quarterback can decide the game. But you know what? The reason why I'm going to go with the 49ers, 27 and 23, is because of that second half defense, okay? The second half defense that pitched four consecutive shutouts since the loss to Kansas City. They followed that up by holding Miami, Tampa Bay, and Seattle to seven points in the second half. Last week, Seattle was very much in that game. They were actually driving down by six to take the lead in that defense, course, a strip fumble on my guy, Geno Smith. And that literally was the turning point of the game. That's what literally iced the game. I believe that it's going to be a game where it's going to be 27 to 23. Dak Prescott is going to be driving down in the fourth quarter, ball last to take the lead, and they're going to get a fumble or a turnover or interception, and they're going to win the game that way. That's why I like the 49ers. Defense wins championships. You know, what makes this Cowboys and 49ers matchup so intriguing to me is that these two teams will be facing the best defense they've ever faced this season against each other in the playoffs where it matters most. Um, You know, I think it's going to be interesting to see how each team plays each other. Do they focus more on a run because both teams have dynamic running backs or do they focus on their primary receivers, Debo Samuel and CeeDee Lamb? Like what's going to be the point of emphasis and attack for both teams? Both teams run the ball really well. Both teams have good play actions, great play actions at that. Um, Their quarterbacks have been dynamic for the games that they've played thus far. Um, And I think this is going to be a defensive game. You know, defense wins championships and defense is going to win this game in total. Um, I think the, the score is going to be very low scoring throughout the game, but I think the kickers are going to be where it's at. So Maurer has to make his, make his kicks this game because his count, kicks are really going to make the difference um, for the who's going to win or not. Um, you know, I think I have the score going 20 to 14. Um, you know, I think it's going to be very, very low scoring. I think I don't know if Dak Prescott will have a passing touchdown in this game just because of how interesting this 49ers defense plays. You know, I think their weakest – uh, points are the defensive backs, and their defensive backs are not terrible, but I still think they're the front seven at all. And I think it'd be interesting to see what how Dak Prescott attacks this defense or what Kell- um, Kellen Moore does to really scheme up a, a, a game plan to get them to score some points. But it's gonna be a very low scoring game 20 to 14 49ers will win this game. Um, yeah, but it's gonna be a great one. I can't wait for it. Me and Zay is on the same boat all across the board today with our picks for the divisional round that's coming up. And going down this weekend, man, when I tell you I can't wait to come back on the show on Monday morning and break it all down, I can't wait. And that's exactly what we're going to do on Monday. So make sure you stick around. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel to be notified of any new uploaded content and live shows that we have coming your way. Zay, it was a pleasure. And as always, I'm looking forward to the next one. Absolutely, man. Enjoy the weekend, y'all. It's going to be explosive. The game's going to be crazy. And, um, you know, always like, subscribe, and enjoy the content. Peace out, y'all. Peace.